This is Brenda inside the Kid Code Playground, where, in the time it takes to have a coffee break, we shift stressed out families from painful parenting and kid chaos to positive parenting and calm kids using the techniques in the book, The Kid Code 30 Second Parenting Strategies. The unexpected result? You get your belly laugh back and ensure your kids keep theirs. In this podcast, pointed straight at your heart, we understand that parents struggle with two big problems, time and strategies that work on the spot. Every time you tune in, you'll find something to help you get right now relief in an upset with your kids, because every parent deserves a peaceful parenting experience, and every child deserves a peaceful parent. Are you ready? Welcome, Kid Code Parents. Remember, this is the place you're welcome to be a mess as a parent, and at the same time, accept our warm-hearted invitation to leave your parenting behind. We're both parents, and we know all about parenting pain. Lelaine is here to talk to us about sibling relationships and other important parenting ideas that you can use today, right today, to improve the relationships in your home. Welcome, Lelaine. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome, everyone out there listening. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So Lelaine's going to talk to us um, a little bit about herself. And then the few things that she'd like to share with you are about how not to compare your kids and why not to, and why rivalry is real, how to motivate your kids, and how to get them successfully to be a part of the family team, which is so important to all of us, and how to let them fall. This is one of my favorite parts. Fall down fail just like we did so they become aware of their wisdom just like we did and their resiliency just like we did. Lelaine please tell us a little bit about yourself first and then let's talk about how we can help parents. Great well first and foremost I am a mother of four grown children uh, so I've had some practice in, uh, in this topic so I'm a parent coach who specializes in sibling relationships and I help parents learn how to manage the sibling rivalry um, and strengthen family bonds. Um, I do this through one-on-one coaching and group coaching and parent education. Okay, and let's get right into it. One of the things you talked to me about once was not comparing our kids. I love that. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yes, I think um, the... We oftentimes think we're motivating our children by uh, comparing them um, to each other and saying comments like, uh, why can't you hang up your coat like your sister just did? And yeah. the minute we do that, we are putting one child in a position of being superior and the other one in a position of being inferior. And it just adds fuel to, you know, the, the sibling rivalry that tends to already exist within families. And we don't mean to do the comparisons, but it really is damaging and it doesn't motivate. So one of my uh, biggest uh, messages is to just stop the comparisons. Just accept your children for who they are as separate individuals. And um, that will really help strengthen the relationships within your family. Yeah, that's so interesting, really, because do we like to be compared? No. Does it do any good? No. And so... Yeah, like you said, it it it's it causes it really causes havoc with our kids because it does. It, it increases does. the rivalry. Uh even things like uh you know, things that we don't think 
you know, that, that we're doing anything wrong by maybe even praising one of the children with an earshot of the other. Uh, the one will automatically think, oh, well, I guess mom doesn't think I'm as, you know, as good at, at whatever it is that you've, you've praised one child for. Um, so I think that you need to really think about saving, uh, those compliments and those praises for the deserving person privately and not make too much of a big deal about it, um, uh, in, you know, out publicly with everyone. And it's hard to do because in social media, we're constantly, you know, sharing all these great things that are happening between, you know, with our children, but, um, we're not aware what it can actually, uh, do to the other child and to their relationship, to the sibling relationship. Yeah. You know, uh, I think it can cause entitlement, mm-hmm. you know, because if you compare me and on the favorable side, right. And, and then, the idea is that I'm kind of wonderful. You know, if the kid is thinking that we've made them entitled and resiliency will be completely lost to them. Right. The other thing that we do there is it's a lot of pressure to have to always be whatever your parent has labeled you to be. Uh, you know, and it also, uh, puts the other child, the other sibling in a position where they may not want to try something because they fear that they won't be as good as their sibling um, in their parents' eyes. So if we are saying, well, go and, um, you know, look at how wonderful she plays the piano. Well, uh, okay, well, little Johnny might want to play the piano, but is worried that they might you know, that he may not be as good as his sister and may not even try. Uh, you know, so we really need to, to, to be conscious and aware and mindful about what we are presenting out there, uh, for our children because the labeling can really limit them. And, uh, you know, that, yeah, unfortunately it happens. I think it's our job as a parent to find out what the interests are of each child and blossom that. Right. Uh, you know, I remember reading one time, Lillane, this wise man said, um, give your kids what they want or what they're good at. And um, they'll give the, if you give them that, they'll think you're very wise. When mm. in fact, all you've done is look and see what they like and then help them you know, really facilitate them in towards what they need in their lives or what they really want in their lives. Right. And we have to, I think, move away from competition um, in so many ways and really just focus on what do you enjoy? Child of mine, what is it that you enjoy? Yes. What is your passion? What makes yes. your heart sing? Um, and yes. that is the core of it because that's a lifelong skill to know what makes you happy mm-hmm. uh, and to be able to uh, feel that that value. And how respectful to a child to ask them that question instead of um, impose our own ideas of what they should and shouldn't do. Right. And right. and you talked about sibling rivalry is real. I love that conversation. Can you share a little bit? about why it's real with our parents? (laughs) It is so real. And we think, uh, you know, the thing is, is that we are programmed as humans to survive. And so we will compete for whatever precious resources are out there in order to survive. That's just built in. Uh, And the thing is, with children, parental approval and attention, that is the most precious resource to them. And so if there's any disconnect in that area, you are going to see um, some issues with behavior. And so 
you know, know that that's always there and that they need, each child needs to feel seen and heard and loved and accepted for who they are as individuals. Uh, so try and find times to spend quality one-on-one -on -one time, even if it's just 10 minutes a day with each child so that they're feeling that sense of connection with you. You know, Lelaine, that sibling rivalry is real. That is parenting period. Mm -hmm. We could full stop right there and talk all day about that. Because yeah. because of what, what you've said is true. It's it's a built-in survival mechanism and and it's our job as parents to um assure them to make them secure. Right. And and understand that they don't have to compete. Like there's healthy competition, but all, all humans, you know, I like to say I, I often think about this that if a human being is here on the planet, it would be disrespectful to disrespect them because yeah. they're here. So every, they're, they're deserving. And I remember another thing Rumi said, which I really love when, when we apply it to parenting, which is there are two lives being lived. So if we, if we encourage the child down their own path and realize they're going to fight and have rivalry and all that stuff, but we've got all these strategies to, to help them through that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then we help send a child out into the world well-loved with amazing capabilities. Yes, they another, are. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> another thing you talked about that I want to make sure our parents hear is about how do you motivate a child to be part of the family team? Okay, the family team is so important. Again, as humans, we want to feel a sense of belonging somewhere. And uh, we want to feel that we're loved and that we have a sense of power and that we're heard within some type of a, a group setting, right? And let's make that place your home. Let's make that within your family. And one way of doing that is to create the importance of a family team where everyone is valued for, you know, who they are. And they each contribute in one way or another to whatever your family goals are. I mean, even the youngest child can help with this. In our conversation the other day, I was telling you, I mean, even a two-year-old can help with getting dinner ready. They can be there to put napkins on the table and feel that it's their, that they are so important in the family that if there weren't any napkins on the table. Everyone would have messy faces, um, you know, so that they feel important and that they're contributing members of the family. That perspective is so valuable, Elaine. Thank you so much for that. The last thing I wanted to ask you to share with our parents was something that I believe in so faithfully is how to let them fall down and fail so they become aware of their wisdom and their resilience. Yes, <laughs> this is just so so important. Uh, you know, we are in the society where people feel like they have to rescue and they have to be there to fix everything. When our children are fighting, for example, and they're in conflict, we feel like we're going to go in there, save the day, fix everything, solve the problem, be the judge, be the jury. And when we do that, we deny them of the experience of learning how to problem solve, learning how to listen to another person's perspective with empathy, 
Um, we deprive them of an opportunity to practice how to compromise and how to negotiate and how to find win-win solutions and try things out. And, you know, it might not work whatever solution we've come up with, but that's okay because we've brainstormed together and we're going to try something else. Um, so this is, you know, we have to try and avoid as parents coming in and, um, interrupting the process. Conflict happens with our children and uh, we let to, we need to let the conflict run its course. In the very beginning stages, we have to help teach them uh, problem conflict resolution skills and then we have to step back and let them, you know, feel that we have faith in their ability to solve their problems on their own. What we like to do with our um, parents is teach them to say to the child, notice how you feel inside. Mm -hmm. Because with our work, we want our kids to begin to learn to self-regulate out of misery. Right. So that's that's one aspect. But uh, I was also thinking as you were speaking about, it's well known in, in child psychology that free time alone with peers is what will solve a lot of rivalry and help with conflict resolution. Absolutely. Do you remember when I was growing up, <laughs> we played kickball and there were no parents around. Um, <laughs> we made our own rules. We had do-overs. I was always the last one to get picked and I had to <laughs> figure that out, right? Yeah. Uh, now in the world, we always have uh, an adult supervising and coaching and, um, it, you know, sort of there. And uh, it, children don't have that same opportunity to create their own rules and to figure some of these important, you know, life skills out for themselves. So yes, parents step back. <laughs> yes. And it's hard to do. And we're a hundred percent with you parents because we know how hard it is to do. We've done it ourselves, had to step back. We've involved where we wish we wouldn't have. And uh, it's, it's really respectful to, to help your kids help themselves. So Lelaine, thank you so much. So dear parents, the, Lelaine's contact information is in the show notes. And so if you like what she said, please have a look. And remember, you're doing a really, really good job. Thank you for listening and making your parenting life and your child's life more positive and peaceful. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to take a Kid Code course, yep, you can do it in the time it takes to have a coffee break. If you'd like to become a Kid Code teacher, or if you want to reach me directly to talk about anything Kid Code, I'm here. Thekidcode.ca Instant evolution into positive, peaceful parenting, one upset at a time.